And welcome back to another episode of Giving the Points podcast, powered by Fantrax.com, home for our college fantasy football league. Before I bring on my fellow co-host, Jason Osho Odell, we have two special, very special guests on this holiday edition. We have our sons, Jackson. What's up? And Hunter. What's up? Here for a uh, little holiday podcast, a little little holiday cheer so to speak so we did last year we did a little something similar last year we said what are your three favorite gifts ever for christmas so we figured this year we're going to ask you what three gifts are you looking forward to getting so easy enough um so jackson we'll start with you what is your third favorite gift you're looking forward to getting a jahan dotson jersey john now oh my gosh okay i just i just Realize who that was. That's the Penn State wide receiver or running back. Okay. Wide receiver. Wide receiver. So that's a Penn State uh, wide receiver, his dad's college, Hunter. So, uh, okay, good choice, good choice. And remind me what number he is? Number five. Number five. I knew it was in uh, single digits. Uh, Hunter, what is your third favorite gift you're looking forward to? Probably some Funko Pops. Funko Pops. Anything in particular? Uh, basketball, movies, or TV shows. Anything, I like it. Anything pretty much. So. I like it. I like it. All right, Jackson, what's your second favorite that you're looking forward to? A Red No. Yeah, Red Speed Flex. What, say it one more time? A Red Speed Flex. What is that? It's like a football helmet. Oh, Rydell. Okay, that's a... Okay, that's a brand of football helmet. That's a that's a big brand. That's cool. So you're now you play tackle football, right? I normally play soccer, but I'm thinking about getting into football. Oh, that's right. You're a big soccer player. I remember that. I remember your dad saying that. That's cool. Cool. So we got we got football jersey and a football helmet so far. Hunter, what you got for number two? Uh, the Kobe Grinch shoes, or uh, these shoes called the Bruce Lees, which is a Kobe and Kyrie Irving collab. So they're like a green type of shoe. No, they're a. Uh, oh, I thought they're green. I uh, know the the Kobe Grinch shoes are green, right. but the Bruce Lee's are yellow and black okay. and red. They're super cool. Okay, cool. I think. Well, that sounds cool. It sounds expensive too. Um, Jackson, what is your most favorite gift that you're looking forward to getting? Probably pit vipers. Pit vipers. Now, are we talking about the an- the snake? No. Okay, what's a pit viper? It's this type of sunglasses they have like different like it's like shades like type of sunglasses okay cool that's pretty good that's a different gift hunter what are you looking forward to what's your favorite gift you're looking forward to christmas morning when you wake up what do you want to see under that christmas tree a rookie kobe jersey okay what color what number what are we talking purple eight number eight purple for the what team la lakers thank you All right, boys. Well, we hope you get all of that and more. And as always, we thank you for joining us on this very special holiday edition. And anything you want to say uh, as we part ways here before we uh, let you go? No? Any happy holidays? Any Anything like that? (laughs) Okay. Hunter and Jackson, thank you for your time, sirs. This and all of our podcasts are sponsored by Malicious Intent Apparel and Sports Memorabilia. Check them out at www.mal-int.com to purchase your next humorous sports t-shirt 
or that signed rookie card you already have pictured in your man cave. Earn 15% off your next purchase when you use the promo code 15ONMI, that's 15 on MI. And be sure to follow us at Giving the Points Podcast on Twitter for our weekly college football picks and random college football info and thoughts. And as promised earlier, we now have Jackson Sr., Mr. Odell. Thank you for joining us once again, as always. Good afternoon, evening, America. We are ready to go through a little holiday bowl action, go over the bowl games that we're going to be seeing. A lot of six and six teams, which is not pleasant to the ear and nor the eye, but uh, they have 42 games for a reason. All these companies need to get paid. So um, where we start, let's start with uh, some Christmas cheer here. I know you're not one to be big on the holidays, but we do have, you know, as 44, 45, 46, whatever we might be, we still have things we want for Christmas. Um, so we thought for our list this week, on top of our sons just being on, that we would give our two or three uh, look, most looking forward to Christmas gifts for 2021. So I'll defer to you and let you start, sir. You know, mine is an easy list. It really is. A- it's it's fairly simple i for christmas my number one gift i want a bmw m3 or a porsche 911 that's well, that's what i want that, that's nope. what i'm asking santa for i've been good this year i have maintained a, a level of consistency with my anger i have <laughs> dialed it back a whole bunch and by god santa better roll up with a white bmw m3 or a Porsche 911 white with red seats. That's, that's what I want. That jolly fat fuck better deliver. He better. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit off. I mean, yeah, yours, with all due respect, is a little... Hmm, it, it might take some time to get that. Mine might take even more time, but this is what I want. This is like a dream Christmas gift to myself. Okay. The first one... More so than the second one, but I got to say the second one. The first one, I want 14 paid weeks off of work. I want a fully loaded RV with a shitter, able to travel to a different city every Saturday of the college football season. So I want to look at the college slate for the year or the season, see where I want to go and just map it and just go around the country. And if I could do that, man, that would be the tits. I would love that. I like I it. That's asking like a lot. It. And that's on my that is a tough ask, my friend. Yeah. That's that, that's a tough ask. That's when when daddy hits the lottery, we're, we're getting a, a gang of, of fellows together and we're, we're doing it. So uh do you I have guess, any idea of what cities you'd like to go to? Are there any particular games that you would, would be must must watch? Must, I didn't must even think go. of this, but I'm glad you asked it. This spans from all of my viewing experience, I know I'd want to go. I'm just going to start from the, the South is pretty vanilla. I mean, there's one place in the SEC. I definitely, I'm just going to go around real quick. I'll name five. Okay. Ole Miss, The Grove. I, okay. I, I only have to explain uh, the, the sites there may be uh, too overwhelming for a 44 year old man. Um, LSU, Baton Rouge. I heard the tailgating experience is phenomenal. Okay. Um, 
not much to say in the Southwest. I'd uh, mosey on up to Oregon. I, I hear that's a good spot. Uh, Eugene. Okay. I'd head over to, I've always wanted to go for some reason to Boise to see the Smurf turf. So I'd head over to Idaho. Then I'd hit up somewhere in the Big Ten. I don't know. I can't say Penn State. That's too easy. Um, I don't know. What, what do you think in Big Ten besides Penn State? Who would you stop to see? Oh, Wisconsin. I got to see Wisconsin. Wisconsin would, would probably be on my list. I would, I've been to Ole Miss. I've been to LSU. LSU is a beautiful campus. Hmm. I would have to go Red River rivalry. Texas, Oklahoma would be one that I'd want to see. I would want to see uh, a game in the Rose Bowl. That, that would be one. No. Um, I, as bad as it pains me to say this, I would want to go to Michigan. That's probably, yeah. To see a game in the big house. I mean. Uh, That's a piece of art, that place, man. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I've never been there. I, you know, I've been to Michigan State, been to Penn State. I've, I've been to so many stadiums. One that I would recommend for you would be Notre Dame, if you've never been there. Yep, never gorgeous been there. Gorgeous campus, gorgeous stadium. Yep. Even though it's old, it's still it's just something something beautiful about it, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, you caught me off guard. I mean, I'm sure I've got a ton in my Rolodex for my memory of 20-something years watching football, but – that's just a few that I thought of, uh, but yeah, that'd be, that'd be so awesome to have an RV and just have the, the leisure to go around to any, any place you want to during the season. So anyway, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent there, but no, uh, no, no. What is your second wish from the Jolly Fat Park? I want another sweatshirt, Nike or Ralph Lauren. Okay. That's and, more realistic. The, the, the question has was as I was going through this, as I was discussing it, and my wife was like, "Another sweatshirt." I sit in a poker room two days a week, right. where it is freezing cold, um, and I'm always wearing a sweatshirt. And I'm up here in the north, and I continue to freeze to death. So that would that would be one for me that that I would want. So we're going to do this in a bookend fashion. I'm going to give you, you're going to have three. I'm going to have two. I have two huge ones. My second one, and then I'll give you a third, is something really off the cuff. But we moved to this new house uh, just over a year ago. And the one thing that I would take back, I like to get in the kitchen every once in a while. I like to make some things. I like to make food. Uh, I like to make pizzas. So I'd like a completely refurbished kitchen with more storage, larger counters for prepping, and a okay. nice butcher board countertop and better lighting. So just a few things that, for my fat ass, so to speak, that I need okay. to to make it happen in the kitchen. So, you know, I love the house, uh, family loves the house, but that's just one big thing that, uh, that I would need since I like to prep and, and make food. So that is my two things. What is your final item? I sir? get it. That, that is a good one. My final one is a toolbox. I when I moved when I moved up here, I had to leave my toolbox back at home. Mm -hmm. And I the first two years we rented this house, and I didn't really need tools because I just picked the phone and had some other slap jaw come do it. Right. But now that I'm here, 
there are, I've got tools that I have had to buy tools that I took with me mm -hmm. and they're everywhere. So I want a toolbox to put all my crap in. Now we're not talking the traditional handle toolbox. No Schneider like toolbox. I need a rolling, rolling big box for all my drills and saws and ratchets and hatchets and all that good stuff. Gotcha. Well, some of those are attainable. Some of them are obviously not. Oh, mine are obtainable. Mine are obtainable. The Porsche. Okay. Yeah. You uh, keep even though, even though, hey, listen, I said or BMW M3. There's one in Jacksonville sitting right there. It's white, 5,000 miles, red leather seats. I've shown it to my wife. I've emailed her the picture. I have texted her the link. She knows how to do it. She knows how Damn. to buy a car. So all right. Well, with that being said, let's slide over to a little uh, current events and pop culture section before we delve into our uh, season long wagering recap, which is uh, a negative thing in the old Cox man's life, but uh, it, it happened and we'll go through it. We'll mull through it. And then finally, uh, we're going to do a, a bowl extravaganza. We're going to have a little bowl contest between me and Osho and we'll throw our picks up on the twatters. So Without further ado, give me some, let's tell you what, let's delve into pop culture. Is there anything that you've watched recently that's caught your eye that you want to recommend the world? Since our last podcast, I have not turned on the TV except to watch a couple of football games, to be honest with you. Wow. Uh, no pop culture here. I am reading a new book, but okay. we will delay that till the the january podcast because i want to get through a little bit more of it to get my my critique but no what, what have you been watching well there's a there's one thing i'm going to recommend and i'm glad you're reading because that's something that is not my forte i just can't i don't know if it's my add or what it is i just can't i don't choose to focus i guess but uh, just so i can i want to just feel around here the book is it something movie related sports related or is it like a harry potter kind of thing what what are we looking at no it is uh it is certainly sports related um okay i i, I was on amazon and i found this book and typically i i wouldn't read it, anything but biographies right i like reading about people likewise i like yeah. i like reading um fiction business type books for for people who give advice yeah like a tom coughlin book was really really good because there was a lot of life lessons in it this one is kirk herbstreet's new book hmm. it's called okay. out of the pocket um it was just released i guess about three weeks ago okay and it's about football fatherhood and college game day saturdays so Dude. it's a mixture of him and his family and him growing up and it's got a little bit about how he is as a father. And then he talks about college game day. And I was really amped because I he's we've talked about this on the show. He is one of the, the guys that I admire in sports. He seems to be grounded. He seems to be wholesome. He seems like he looks like he would have a good time and not get you put in jail. Mm -hmm. um, and he he's quite knowledgeable just about life in general. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting through it and uh, – giving a little bit of feedback to the listeners. Now your uh, non-college graduate co-host is going to ask you the obvious, is there an audible book on that? Yeah. I, it didn't even occur to me to look. I'm okay. sure that there is. Touche. I'm going to have to look it up because that's my, sure. that's my speed is podcast slash audio books. I love them. So 
Okay, we'll look forward to hearing uh, about that for sure, man, because that's just the game day portion alone could yeah. is going to be awesome to, to hear. Yep. Um, a couple things that I have encountered. There's a, a good documentary. I think it's on Showtime. It's called KG, Anything is Possible. It's a documentary about Kevin Garnett. Um, there's a story on there about Flip Saunders, the coach for the Timberwolves for a number of years, and how uh, Snoop makes an appearance. Snoop Dogg makes an appearance in the documentary, and him and Kevin Garnett are going back and forth in there. And all of a sudden, Garnett says, you've been snooped. And and he asked uh, Snoop, he's like, remember that? He's like, of course, man, I remember that. So basically, long story short, they were hanging out at a game, no, excuse me, after a game, Snoop was in town for a concert and they went to the concert afterwards. They went back and did whatever. And they stayed up till like four in the morning. And so the next day they go to the game and at halftime, they hadn't been performing well that game. Flip Saunders knew that they hung out with Snoop and uh, in the locker room, all of a sudden he's like, you come to the city one time a year, they pay a good amount to watch you guys. And you're just, you know, effing around. And Flip says, you got snooped. You just got snooped and that they just cracked up. It's that little part of the documentary is worth it watching alone. So it's called, I'll have to check it out. Anything is possible. I think it's only on Showtime, but it may have uh, branched out by now. I also, man, one thing I've fallen asleep, I, I catch myself, everyone, I'm bad about this. I, I put my phone up there. I listen to a podcast or a story or something on my phone to help me go to sleep but I've been watching something on HBO max and you may re remember this from back in the late eighties, early nineties. Remember a show called head of the class. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Head of the class, man. That, that was a pretty, I mean, it's not going to win awards. I don't think it won anything, but it's just an entertaining show about high school life in New York and like a special, um, like a high uh, in, intelligible class that this the particular teacher teaches. So it's really yeah. good, and I just hadn't watched it in 30-something years, so I, I've been watching that. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. So those are my two recommendations for pop culture. So give me a couple of current events. Uh, we've got a number of things happening. Uh, you want to start? Where do you want to start? Urban Meyer? I mean, FSU? Uh, you Jackson know what? Let, let's start with Urban Meyer. Okay. I mean, we could easily, easily, easily make him the fuck tar but that's just too easy it's too easy easy target i mean just too easy yeah. he has employed within i don't know the last 36 hours yeah i woke i woke up to a to a text at two o'clock this morning that said urban meyer's just been fired so i spent an hour um digging into that and i don't know if you know what josh lambo said come out I do. yesterday yeah i heard about like, that yeah. you know where urban kicked him and said you know, he's the head coach he'll kick anybody you fucking want yeah, that, that was probably the, the straw. Um, Trevor Lawrence did not help his case. And, you know, mm. out of all this, this whole season, he's the only one in the organization that stayed with any class. I, I really believe that, that, that the owner shot his mouth off a little bit um, in, a, in a bad direction. You know, mm -hmm. he, he kind of took up for Meyer a couple of times um, before yesterday, or actually before last night. Um, but but Lawrence just come out and said that we got to change directions. If we're going to, we're going to change the way we're doing things around here, if we're going to win. And I thought that spoke volumes of yeah. the shenanigans that, that Meyer's been pulling that. Now, now here's the question. You, you lose Meyer. Who do you get now? You know, Lewis Riddick's on there on the TV running his gums, trying to get his, 
name in there. And I hear today that um, Byron Leftwich was asked about the job and he completely walks out of a presser, says, I'm here to, to win division championships. And I'll talk about that. And he wow. walked out. So who, who's Jacksonville going to get? I mean, are they going to, if they were smart, they would give Sean McVay 20, 20 million a year and say, come, come fix this shit. I don't That's think he's leaving LA, but I, but to your point, am I going leaving LA to go to Jacksonville? I'm, yeah, true. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. So what do you, what's your take on urban? I, you know, I, it just hit me in the last, you know, like less than 24 hours, I was coming home and I heard on, I very rarely turn on local radio and I happened to, when I was switching through podcasts, it, it clicked over and I heard them like it was before the firing. And somebody was talking about how, you know, the Lambo situation, that's crazy how yeah. he thought his shit did not stink and he was untouchable. And I'm glad to see it, man. I really am. I don't, I'm not a vengeful person for the most part, but um, it, it's, it's, it's uh, it, the Columbus situation where he stayed over at that bar. That's just the tip of the iceberg about his personality and, and the kind of yeah. person he is. Character. I think. Yeah you don't want anybody heading up your football team doing shit like that. So no, and uh, it was a good lesson for the kids. You know, my, my little yeah. one asked me about it and he's really? like, well, dad didn't admire like a, a really good coach. And I said, well, son, winning never takes place of character. Yeah. Never, That's ever. Sure. So good, good teaching moment. Thank you, Urban Meyer. I'm straightening my little one out. And yeah, as far as a replacement, I have, I haven't even thought of that, but you know, I would think that's a, actually a good idea. Byron Leftwich has done great things with Tampa and the offense. Um, so that could be, and of course he has a track record here. So uh, who knows, but uh, it's going to be, it's a big move, I think for the, you know, the two win Jaguars. So but let's not dwell on that too much. Uh, there's a lot more uh, before we, I want you to talk about the FSU Jackson state situation. Uh, the biggest thing I think in college football, since we've discussed everything, is Brent Venables is moving from Clemson to Oklahoma. So that's a pretty big move. I didn't think yeah. he'd ever leave Clemson. So what are your thoughts well, on he that? Sh he should not have left Clemson. I, I think it's going to be really hard for him to recruit in Oklahoma. Yeah. I think that Oklahoma is about to take the dive into the deep end of the SEC, and Oof. they're going to be they're going to be cellar dwellers. You know. And a perfect example of this is if you look back uh, 20 years ago, Arkansas was a was in the Southwestern Conference. Swag. With Texas, with Oklahoma, and the, and the same Big 12 that's there. Right. And they were winning every year. They were putting up good numbers. They didn't have a lot of off, a lot of off seasons. And they went to the SEC and took a beating. They took a beating for a good seven or eight years before they could really get their foothold. And they, they just have spotted sprinkles of winning here and there. Right. You know, it depends on who they, who their, who their coach is obviously and what players they can recruit, but they've not been a powerhouse in this, in this sec since they've been there. And I see the same thing coming from Oklahoma. And I think Texas is a different spot because Texas can recruit. That's a big state to recruit from, and there's Absolutely. a lot of oil money there. And as we want to talk here a minute about NILs, that's going to make all the difference in the world here coming soon. So I, I think it's a bad move on Vernable's part. I think he should have held out for a Wake Forest or a 
uh, North Carolina State or something like that to mm-hmm. kind of cut his teeth a little bit. Yeah, that's definitely jumping in the deep end quick. So um, speaking of NIL, give me some info on that uh, FSU Jackson State uh, player flip. Yeah, a, a lot of uh, a lot of traction yesterday in the news about Travis Hunter. He was the number two recruit in the country. He is a cornerback, and for the last six, eight months, he's been saying, I'm going to FSU, I'm going to FSU, I'm going to FSU. And a couple of things happened over the, over the last 10 days. Number one, he took a trip to USC, and that pissed a bunch of people off, that pissed mm-hmm. FSU off. Um, the other was that he signed an NIL deal with Barstool Sports for $1.5 million. Mm. And if you don't think that has anything to do with him going to Jackson State, you're nuts. They are buying that – is, that is buying recruits right there is all that is and telling right. them where to go. Wow. So this guy walks into Jackson State, already a millionaire, and he's got to be careful because Dion is soon to leave Jackson State. Yeah, it's bound to happen. Yeah. Sure. It's not when, it's where. That that's the that's the key. Where is he going? And you know he's obviously he's he's probably on the hook another year with these recruits he's bringing in. Mm-hmm. But once they're once they're there, he can have them transfer right over to whatever school he's going to. Mm. So big big deal in, in college football for sure. So um, anything else of note that we've missed in the last few weeks that we uh, haven't been speaking here? Yeah, a couple things. Um, okay. Pat McAfee, you know, we, we have a podcast. We listen to the podcast. This ass clown signed a $120 million deal with FanDuel to do his podcast. Wow. Now, why, America, y'all won't give us that kind of a clout that would really help with my Christmas list? But yeah. $120 million to a punter to do a, uh, a podcast. And, and there's a, I, I guess he has a lot of people that listen to him. I, mm-hmm. I don't like him, so to speak. I, I think right. his stories are overblown and embellished. Yes. There's a lot of embellishment there. Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. So that was one thing. Um, the Maryland sports books opened over the weekend. So I can walk into any casino that I want in Maryland, and there's three within an hour of my house, and place bets on football. And they, oh, and yeah. all the casinos, the one I go to live, has got a section they've carved out where you can sit in theater chairs and you can place your bets and you can watch. I, I didn't count, but there had to have been 20, at least 80-foot, I'm sorry, 80-inch TVs. Was, mm-hmm. they, had, they had the big TV over the head, and they had a the couple of games playing. It was Army-Navy was playing, so – wasn't a lot of action and much to my dismay, the odds sucked. Hmm. They really were. Um, and I'll give you an example. When I, when I place a $110 teaser, six point teaser on three games mm-hmm. on my book online, it, it pays me out 198. So just for giggles, I went and placed to, I went to place the same bet there and it paid out 143. So, uh, you know, $50 difference on a $110 bet sure. is a lot of change. So I'll, there were idiots down there just gambling away. And I was, I was sitting there at the poker table and, and talking, 
through some of it and some guys like I, i'm gonna go down and place a teaser or whatever i'm like dude you better watch the odds he's like what yeah. do you mean? i explained it to him he's like really that's I'm a good like, point yeah they're gonna make their money right up front because right. people are gambling on football that don't typically gamble on football and it was funny to watch tears stroll down people's faces you know as they're betting on <laughs> army navy oh, um god you know and I, i'll speak about army navy here's a little trivia question for you all right if you would have bet a hundred dollars and doubled your bet every time since 2005 okay. on the under on army Navy, how much would you have today? Well, I'd have to think the under is hit more often than not a hundred bucks on the under man. I would say, Let's say 15,000. What if I told you it was $3.4 million? <laughs> so what's your, what's your data? So How many you, unders are we talking about? If you took the 2005 and put a hundred bucks on the under, and then in 2006, you took that 200 bucks and put it on the under. And then in 2007, you took that 400 bucks and put it on the under. All right. Every year, all the way up through this past game, you would have in your hand $3.4 million. The, uh, the under has covered since 2005. So next year, we're pooling our money on the under. Well, it's too late because, you know, those streaks always come to an end right. when I got money on it. The but desert knows. Just, just an amazing stat. That, that is. And they even covered this, this year. Um, I think the spread was like 36. Yeah. And they, they covered that. Easy. And so the, the last thing I'll talk about is a big announcement. I have a okay. big announcement to make for our listeners. Um, we get up here and uh, about uh, three times a month, I talk about poker and how good or bad I am doing. America's going to get to see just what kind of poker player I am. And we're all going to find out some things. So on December 29th, I will be playing on a simulcast at Best Bet Jacks in Jacksonville, Florida. Nice. You can watch it on Facebook. You can watch it on Twitch. You can watch it on YouTube. You just got to go to one of those and type in Best Bet Jacks, and it'll pull up about 7.30, and you'll get to see me play about three and a half, four hours of poker, seeing my cards, seeing how I bet. And to me, that's something that was on my, on my list of goals for 2021 with poker um, is to get on – a one or more of these and just watch how I play. Right. Um, I, yeah. I, it's, I, I see in my head how I play as I'm playing, mm -hmm. but to watch my, my mannerisms, my gestures, yes, my betting patterns from an outside, it's going to be really, really good training for me. And my 2022 goal is to sit down at a five ten table at the MGM grand one night and just see how we do. Damn. So that's, so that's December 29th, Best Bet Jacks, Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube. Just type Best Bet Jacks in and you can watch the O Show play poker. And we'll try to remember to put a link in Twitter and hopefully we'll do it on Facebook too. So uh, good info to know uh, moving into the new year. And uh, with that being said, let's take a quick break and we'll be back to recap wagers from the season. Back. So let's quickly recap the season-long wagering contest, which is also known as the Massacre in Maryland. Uh, you know, 14 weeks, Odell and I have been back and forth 
uh, starting with that thousand dollar bankroll, which I've obviously had to double um, foolishly. And um, you know, we're, we're, we're at where we're at. So Odell, I say congratulations, but let's go ahead and recap the last week. Uh, obviously I was throwing a Hail Mary, but let me just defer to you, the winner. And uh, how'd you do in the last week of wagers? You know what? We're going to we're going to jump straight to side bet Saturday is where we're going to jump. I mean, we're, we're jumping in with both feet with with no moccasins on. Oh, boy. On side bet Saturday, I told I, I gave everybody in America a glimpse of just how genius I was. And I said, you know what? I'm going to give you Georgia in the six and a half and I'm going to take Alabama. And then I'm going to jump all over Alabama for some more because Alabama is going to put Georgia's dick in the dirt. And I've never been more happy to watch a football game and watch Alabama win because I was smiling from ear to ear. Ugh. And we ended up picking up 20 off that. Mm-hmm. We also jumped on Cox's 10-team teaser and said, one of these won't hit, and right. I'll even give you 18 to my five. And you jumped on that. So I walked away 25 bucks on side bet Saturday. Just in one weekend. Just on one week. I mean, I, it, was, it was a shame. It was a shame. It's a low-down, so, dirty shame. We'll, we'll jump back over here to the bets. We All said right. Oklahoma State minus five and a half. That didn't happen. We said Oregon, just because we got nothing else to bet. We said Oklahoma State minus five. Uh, Alabama plus seven. Hit half of that. Oklahoma State just – they really shit the bed. Boy, they did. They had it laid out on a plate for them to go to the playoff, and they just couldn't do it. And then we said we're going to take – 220 and put it on a 6.3 team teaser. We're going to take Kansas City, we're going to take Indy, and we're going to take Rams and all those covered. So we started off at $1,000 14 weeks ago, and I have turned 1000 into 2009 So that is 55% on parlays, teasers, and money lines, and all the other bullshit we've thrown in here. And I'm walking away victorious. And I I couldn't really read your math. How much am I up right now? Well, um, let's go ahead and just get that out of the way. And then I'll just, uh, let's get this out of the way first. I, I lost all four. Obviously I had to throw Hail Marys. So I lost my four wagers I'm down to zero uh, rebuying. So essentially it's $2,000 worth of fake money. Um, so you won the 20 on the first go round. Now the 20 on the second go round, about the second thousand. And if you do the math, that's 40. And then, you know, side bet Saturday, you know, I was in great, I'll say pole position the earlier part of the year. I was up eh, 20 at one part. And then something happened where I was just getting, I don't know if I was getting real friendly and just felt sorry for you. I don't know why. And I just kept taking dumb bets, dumb bets. And your ass came back and not only overtook that 20, but you gained 45 more. So, Odell won side bet Saturday, a plus 45 for the year. So your boy Cox is in the whole 85. So somehow we're going to have to, if my math is correct, which I'm not a college math major. It is. Uh, it is, of course. Uh, so we'll have to find a way to divvy that up. Uh, you, If you'd like to play some bets, I can place for you. I'd be more than happy to do so. However you want to use that $85 to your advantage. So congratulations. Uh, with all due respect, fuck off. And um is there anything you have to say, champion, for the second year in a row? No, I mean, I, listen, America, you can listen to all these other podcasters and, and people on TikTok and YouTube oh telling you, telling you what to bet. I, just, just roll with me. It, it's, I win every year. 
I don't lose in football every year. I win. I put money in the pocket. Sometimes it's a little bit. Sometimes it's a whole lot. Just like this year. We we just doubled up our bankroll. So thank you. You're welcome. Merry okay. Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays. So let's hit a quick break, and we'll be back to recap our uh, bowl extravaganza. So we talked about earlier in the show that, obviously, the final CFP rankings are out. Um, it ended up Bama at number one, Michigan number two, Georgia at three, and Cincinnati finally breaking the streak of non, uh, I think, a first G5 school to make it at number four. Um, any surprises there in your eyes, Odell? No, not, not after the final weekend played out. I, I, I couldn't argue with the top four or how they rated them. So. Did – Notre Dame gets screwed in any way by having a one-loss record and not having a uh, conference championship game. No, because they lost to Cincinnati. Good point. Very good point. If they um, would have lost to somebody else and beat Cincinnati, I'd said they should have been in, but they didn't. They lost to Cincinnati. They're done. I think it doesn't matter either if Michigan and Georgia are two and three because they're going to play each other no matter what. They had to put Cincinnati four. Mm-hmm. They were forced to put Bama at one because they won the biggest conferences turn tournament uh championship game yep um greed you know i I think that's pretty pretty they got it pretty well they they nailed it um oklahoma state screwed themselves obviously baylor came to play that night um trying to think what else was going on two weeks ago but um that's the only thing that caught my eye nothing else uh is a surprise um okay so let's so what we're going to do is we're going to do another bowl contest as we said earlier, there's 42 bowl games, which is way too damn much. Too many six and six teams that we'd like to see playing in December. Mm-hmm. Um, featuring, of course, the Odell Bowl, we're going to call it, Penn State versus Arkansas. Yes. Um, the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. Do you have any info on that? Because no, I just caught none. that today. None. I did not know there was such a thing. How did yeah. he's got his own bowl? I do not know. Yeah, we're going to have to do some research on that and come to talk about it after the bowl games are over, which our next pod we are planning on doing. What we figured we'd do is we're not going to go through and bore you folks with 42 picks. We're going to do that on Twitter. You can use your eyes and do it on your own time. What we're going to do is we're going to take five different games apiece on how we think we can maximize our bankroll and win some money. So I'll start with you. What is your fifth bowl game that you're looking forward to and think that you can win some money on the odell bowl penn state versus arkansas right out of the shoot we're going with them penn state's a two and a half point underdog take penn state they're going to put arkansas's dick in the dirt if there's one thing i know what not to do and that's bet on arkansas football so penn state is they're coming off a top six recruiting class this weekend or this week they um they still got some hunger they're, I think Franklin's got them in a good spot. We've had our uh, some some hiccups with quarterbacks, but we just hired Manny Diaz as our new yes. defensive coordinator. Yeah. That's, a, to me, a step up. So a lot of things moving in the right direction for Penn State. Arkansas will have a chip on their shoulder to prove that they belonged in a better bowl. Penn okay. State beats the shit out of them. Lock it. Okay. Um, who was the D coordinator – for Penn State before Manny Diaz, did he get fired? Did he move on to a better uh, position? Brent Pry took the job at 
somewhere. He okay. took up yeah. Virginia, Virginia. Yeah, Virginia, I think. Okay. Yeah, I had to know. I knew that they had to had a, a defensive coordinator that moved on that they couldn't have fired whoever they had. So, um, my first choice is going to be the Gasparilla Bowl, the Almighty game played in St. Petersburg, Florida. This is a neutral game for UCF and UF, which I prefer to call FU. Uh, the spread is six and a half uh, in favor of the Gators. I'm going with the Knights. These are two teams going in opposite directions. Florida is on their heels. UCF has been playing well recently. They've got their quarterback back. Um, I like UCF, I mean, not only as a to cover, but as a money line pick. So the Gasparilla Bowl, UCF plus six and a half. I want that action. What's your number two pick? Before we jump on to number number two, I want a little side bet action with that one. I mean, oh, boy. I, money's still in play here for us. And, you know, I'm feeling a little generous. Okay. The holiday okay. season. Ho, ho, ho. I'm willing to put down a, a five ski that Florida covers at six and a half. I, I mean, I have nothing to lose. So five is on the board, my friend. I have put five next to that game plus six and a half. All right. Not so number, much luck to you. Number two for me, Notre Dame minus two over Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State imploded themselves. They've really got nothing to play for. Notre Dame has hired a new coach. No, that coach has them fired up. They want to prove that they should have been in the top four. They're going to lay a beat down on Oklahoma State. Lock it up, book it. In the words of the great, quote unquote, Mike Gundy, I'm a man, I'm 40. <laughs> I think that's a 10 year anniversary of that, uh, maybe one of the legendary quotes in college football. So he is, his team is not a man. I agree. Notre Dame is going to uh, work them silly. Oklahoma State looked really good. But, again, the Big 12 is nothing. I, I don't think they're – that that uh, undefeated record they had going into the Oklahoma game is very mis- – excuse me, the Baylor game was very misleading. I like your pick there. I can't go against that. I like the under, too. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go to the Birmingham Bowl. Houston versus Auburn. This is on December 28th. Um, I like Houston plus three, uh, Auburn, maybe a 500 team. I want to say just over maybe seven and five, I want to say, but Houston okay. plays really well. I know they're playing a very smaller conference in the sec, but, um, this could be a you know, possible Auburn home game with it being in Birmingham. I still like Houston, man. Uh, three points. I I'm very surprised Auburn is favored by three points, but give me those three, man. Uh, I like Houston plus three. Very good. I agree with you. What you got for number three? Number three, Ohio State laying six at Utah. Mm. Ohio State's going to kick the shit out of Utah. We've seen the Pac-10, Pac-12, whatever it is now, all year long. They can score but play no defense, and they are going to walk into a buzzsaw that is Columbus, Ohio. And Ohio State, this, is, this one's all the three that I've given you, America's easy money. Ohio State lays a beat down on Utah. Book it. Let's do some quick math real quick. Oregon beat Ohio State, what, second game of the year, first game of the year, and yes. in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Utah just beat Oregon two times in a row. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're saying that a team – Yes. You know what I'm saying. I know exactly what you're saying. That's crazy that uh, the tides have turned so much that you're you're in the Ohio the, State 
camp as much the as you Ohio are. And I agree. State team that I played agree. Oregon is not the Ohio State team that's going right. to play in this bowl game. Yeah, they're they're on fire, man. Unfortunately, I hate to say that, but that offense is sick. So yeah. I agree wholeheartedly, unfortunately. Um, number three, we're going to head up to the old Boston, Massachusetts to the Fenway Bowl. Uh, featuring SMU and Virginia. I don't know if Virginia's coach is going to be coaching uh, Bronco Mendenhall, I want to say. However, I like SMU. I've loved them all year. I won't say love. I've liked them a great amount. Uh, it's two and a half in favor of Virginia. I like SMU, so I'm going to go plus two and a half SMU Mustangs, even though I see that they – I do. I don't tend to look at injuries so much and who's out for the draft. Uh, for these bowl games, but I did take a look at this and I noticed Reggie Roberson, one of their star wide receivers is out. I'm sure he's preparing for the NFL draft. Um, but I still like that, that offense uh, with Mordecai. So um, SMU plus two and a half, any side bet there you feel in Virginia? You know, no, I'm not. I mean, I know, I know America as a whole is flipped a switch and it, it is heavy money on Virginia. Mm -hmm. That line opened up as a pickle. And now yeah, it's that. minus two and a half at Virginia. So something Some, people know some, something I don't know. So I'm, I'm staying away desert. from that. One, the know? desert's fishy. Staying away from that one. What you got for number two? Number two, more easy money. This is going to be a very interesting game. This is one of the most intriguing matchups, I think, of the bowl season. I'm going to take Ole Miss as a pick em over Baylor. I'm not sold on Baylor. And I am sold on the mystery that is Lane Kiffin. So I'm going with Ole Miss on that one. I, I like that game. Uh, I, that's going to be one that I make sure that I carve out and watch. Very going to be very interesting. I'm taking Lane Kiffin and the SEC Ole Miss running Rebels to run down Baylor and the Bears. Yeah, I can't argue against that. I read that uh, Gary Bohannon, the quarterback for Baylor, is questionable or doubtful, one of the two. And that doesn't say much because the backup led them to a victory in the Big 12 championship. I want to say Big 8 all the time. Big 12 championship. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, who knows what kind of Baylor team is going to show up. But I think that offense for Lame Kitten, I like that name, Lame Kitten, is going to be on fire. And uh, I think Corral goes out uh, in, in, in fashion and throwing for uh, over 300 yards and a couple of few touchdowns. So. Well, you know like what's that interesting? Game. That line opened up at Mrs. Old Miss minus two, and now it's minus ten. Really? Eight point swing in just about two weeks. So everybody else agrees with me. They well, must that means have Baylor's to going to win. America, Baylor will cover the ten. That's what that means. Um, we're going to go to the old Lending Tree Bowl, up down in Mobile, Alabama. Another Alabama bowl game where everyone goes to vacation. Um, you know, we've got Liberty, Liberty Biberty, as you like to call them, versus the Eastern Michigan team. Eastern Michigan's a nine and a half point dog. Uh, this is not your same Liberty team from last year. I, I don't like Liberty as much as I did. Uh, Eastern Michigan has played fairly well. I've watched and followed a couple of their scores uh, this year. I don't think Liberty, if, if Liberty wins, it's going to be within three to four points. So give me EMU plus nine and a half in the Lending Tree Bowl. What you got for number one, sir? Number one, easiest money you're going to make. I don't care what the damn spread is. Alabama laying 13 and a half on Cincinnati. Mm. Cincinnati takes a beat down. 
I mean a 45 to 13 type B down. Well, here we go with side bet Saturday. I will take love it. I, I love the underdog and I have nothing to lose at this point. Let me ask you this and you feel free to say no. Um, would you give me 14 and a half for Cincinnati? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Don't even, because that, that pushes it to another score. I'll give you the, the 13 and a half that the books are on right now. You know what? I'm feeling frisky. Five bucks it is. Cincinnati plus 13 and a half. Just Cox. five. Yeah, sure. Yeah, five. Okay. Just five. five. Just five. I'm not, hey, look, I'm already down, down and out. Okay. So I, I have a feeling Cincinnati's going to come to play in surprise. I'm not saying they're going to win. But I think it's going to be closer than that spread. So, I think it's going to be a beat down. Okay. All right. Well, we saw what they did versus Georgia, and you're you know you're probably right, knowing what we know. But I love to root for an underdog. So give me well, Cincy. And, and here's and here's why. I mean, I would love to sit here and be able to root for Cincy, but we've seen how fast Notre Dame is on every. I'm sorry, Alabama is on every position on the field. They've got a quarterback who just tripped into the Heisman. They have running backs galore. They got speedy wide receivers. Everybody's going to play because they're playing for a national title. Cincinnati's got two players, three players. I'll give them Isaiah Ford. They got, they got Ford. They've got their quarterback and they've got a wide receiver. That's it. They don't have the, the muscle up front and Alabama's going to push them all over the field all night long, and they're going to blow them out. So if you want to put – you know, if you want to jump out there and take Cincy to, to win, I, I could – That's not happening. No, no, no. I, I, I'm realistic to an extent, and that's not happening. I know Alabama is, uh, you know, the post brand of cereals. So, you know, the, I, I know when my – you know, when it's not being realistic. So, no. I, I defer. I'll, I'll take my okay. plus 13 and a half. All right. Um, my pick for final, uh, this is the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. And again, we're going to have to do some research on how the hell this happened. It's not because of the name. It happens to be in one of the most beautiful that I've seen on TV arenas that's ever been created. SoFi Stadium in LA looks like an awesome place to go. Yep. Uh, Utah State versus Oregon State. Now, this is not on paper, a glamorous game by any means, but I know when I did the brief research on this, the Utah State Aggies are 7-0 and on the road this year, plus 7.5. Oregon State is a just above 500 team in the Pac-12. I don't trust that one bit. Not only will I take Utah State plus 7.5, I definitely take the money line when I go to lay my real money on this. So the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl, Utah State, plus seven and a half. Aggies go eight and zero on the road this year. Any uh, opposition disagree. to that? No, can't disagree at all. Okay. So, again, we will post our 42 picks, if you are nerdy enough to follow that, on Twitter momentarily after the show. And uh, 20 bucks to the winner, so good luck, my friend. God knows I need it. Well, you know, even if you won the bowl <laughs> contest and the side bets, you're yes. gonna. You're still gonna owe me $85. Throw salt in the wound. You're gonna owe me fifty-five. So I, I, I'll throw it out to you because it is Christmas and it is generous. Is there any game that you want to just lay it all out there on and and just see what happens? Lay all of it out there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, is there anything wow. that you that you like? No, 
No, okay. I, I, uh, I can't afford to get in the hole anymore, man. I've, I've got okay. all my money tied up. All right. Other, well, other I, areas. I, I'm just making sure that you I, were, you were happy with, with where you're going to stand regardless. I mean, I, yeah, you're quite the generous elf and I appreciate it. But, um, so that is our bowl game extravaganza. Again, more picks to be placed on the Twitter. That is giving the points podcast on Twitter. And let's end with a very special fucktard. This is the last one for 2021. Think about it. We're going to meet back here after the ball games and championship game is over. So let's end it with a bang. What do you got for us? Here's the deal, America. There are some things in life that are harmonious, that have some sanctity to them in the world that we live in. It's a shitty world, but I have zero tolerance, zero, towards someone who will cheat in fantasy football. Mm. And we had that in our own league about 10 days ago. We We have a rule in our league that if you want to do a trade, you do a trade and everybody signs off on it. It's the fair way to do it. Sure. We had two broke, uneducated, slap jaw members of our team who of are the same brothers, blood brothers. Who are brothers. One called the other because he's about to go to the playoffs with, with limp in with his shitty limp. ass team. Yes, sir. He called his brother who had no shot at making the playoffs and said, I need X. Now, was I on the phone? No, I was not, but I know how this shit goes down. <laughs> I, I do this for a living. I am an investigator by nature. So one player drops Nick Chubb, drops Nick Chubb and picks up KJ Osborne for Christ's sakes. Okay. The other brother, 42 seconds later, picks up miraculously Nick Chubb. Right. Now, listen, here's the thing. It, if we were playing, and what makes it even worse, if, if we were playing in a 30-person league and we didn't know each other, and there's me and Jeff playing, and it's big money, this is a this is what, a $50 league, a $100 league? It's, right. it's, it's nothing compared to some of the ones we play in. Right. I can see somebody calling and saying, hey, I, I need this. You're out. Let's let's do something, and we'll, we'll do this. Okay, I get it. There's 28 people I don't know, and I don't give a shit about them. We are all friends. We are, we, we all went to, most of us went to the same school. We know each other. Our phone numbers are in each other's phones. Yeah. We can pick up and call each other whenever we want. And we just don't cheat each other. So not only are you cheating at fantasy football and you're ruining one of the only few things we get to look forward to, you're cheating your friends, you slap jaws. So for that, you are a fucktard, both of you. And if, (laughs) if I have any say, I will say that they should be banned from any league whatsoever they don't pay their debts anyway or at least one of them doesn't so wow (laughs) with that being said that's a great way to go out for the 2021 year uh for jason osho odell i am once again jeff cox wishing you much luck in your wagering endeavors and as always alabama's gonna roll good luck good boxing Please don't forget to follow us at Giving the Points Podcast on Twitter. Again, that's Giving the Points Podcast spelled out. And don't forget to rate and review the show on the Apple and Anchor Podcast apps. And as always, we thank you for listening to Two Middle-Aged Idiots Talk About Stupid Things.